Welcome to this edition of the Luke Winstall Show. My next guest is a four-star hybrid player on the defensive side out of Lee County in Georgia. Class of 2022, Georgia Tech commit, just locked it in. Jaron Willis, thank you for joining me. How are you doing today? I'm doing good. Thanks for having me. Yeah, glad to have you on. Really excited to talk with you today. First up, the big decision for you, of course. You were committed to Georgia Tech. Let's take it back to the beginning of the past week. You made an announcement on Twitter that you had something to say on Friday. When you're looking at that, you're a tech commit. You tweet that out. What was going through your head at that time? Um, at that time, it was it was some. I wanted to say. I was I was going through something. I was battling something, and I just wanted to, uh, you know, push back from recruitment and just focus, try to focus on myself in football, and try to focus on high school and. Um, that was, and I thought the best move was going to be to decommit and, you know, go to another school. But, you know, obviously I, I chose to stay with Georgia Tech because of a lot of, a lot of many reasons we, I know we're going to get into. So, <laughs> Yeah, for sure. We will. We'll unpack everything here. First off, when I saw the tweet, I was like, oh man, you know, I know that Quayshon Saps at your school, he's a Florida State guy. And I know that he's been a lead recruiter for them. So I was like, okay, is there Florida State? What other schools are involved? You had tons of offers and heavy interest. So my first thought, to be honest with you, is I was like, oh, this you know, sounds like a decommit. Overall, when you look at your decision this past week, what are things that were going on from the different influences you have in your circle? What are some of the conversations that you had in those five or six days after you said you had an announcement until you announced it yesterday? Uh, my cousin Tyrus, um, actually committed to Tyrus Washington, actually committed to um Arkansas, and you know, quarter South committed to Florida State, and it was just something personal. My other personal decision was um, Ole Miss. I was looking at Ole Miss heavy, and I was just thinking, you know, um, where where I see myself at for real, and you know, times where you know football was coming in, and I just didn't feel like. I just didn't feel like myself, you know, as a as an old player for, you know, year one through two, um, three. And now, you know, this recruitment started picking up again, and I was just feeling like, you know, maybe Georgia Tech is not the place for me, or maybe I, I, I moved too fast, or maybe I just did, you know, overthink things through. And, you know, the talk was with, you know, players and other coaches, they were just telling me, uh, you know, follow my heart and follow what, you know, what God led me to, and, you know, I just try to, you know, listen to my heart and, you know, just trying to see, you know, really just see how every school will play out with me, um, you know, with recruiting, and another thing is about position, so. You posted on your Instagram story, I think it was Thursday, in terms of the timeline of the past week, and someone had asked, like, do you have a decision? What's been going on? And you were, you know, saying honestly, like, I'm not sure right now. I'm still thinking things through leading up to your decision on Friday. The 24 hours leading up to your decision, how would you describe that from your perspective? It was like, you know, you finna take the final exam. So (laughs) my head was just spinning. I was talking to my mom. I was praying over it. I mean, I I, I probably had like a hundred different type of prayers with God. And I just, you know, finally... 
it was the thing about that was it was just finally a decision. I think I, I made. I know I made the right decision. It was something in my heart, and I really made the decision like literally at like one thirty or one thirty-five. So it was just crazy. Wow. And you're saying one thirty-five in the afternoon, like twenty minutes before you announced on Twitter. Right, right. Because I had, I you know, I had different you know type posts like decommit posts and um, locked in posts. I, I just had different posts was ready to you know send, but. I finally hit that lockdown post, and it just felt good. And it felt like, you know, I'm ready to play football now. Gotcha. Awesome. Well, in terms of the overall decision, there was a lot of different reaction from everybody. But I want to get your reaction first. You hit send on Twitter. You know, thousands of people are waiting on this decision. So when you hit send... How did it feel for you? What was the rush of emotion at two oh two or two oh three when you hit that send? Uh, the, the emotion was it was really high. Um, I was still in school then, so I was I had to cut my phone off and just focus on school. I didn't really look at no comments or you know no type of you know tweeters or like, like twits like you know what I mean like uh, yeah. Instagram DMs. I had to look at a lot of DMs. I didn't look at none of that. I just I cut my phone off, you know, I called um, some of my coaches. I called um, Georgia Tech coaching staff. And after that, I just cut my phone off and just let the day go by. And I cut it back on, you know. Of course, I had like a thousand messages at me, so. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Yeah, and in terms of the overall reaction, Georgia Tech fans jumping for joy. But one of my favorite reactions that I saw, and you reacted to this on Twitter yourself, was the coaching staff and the people over at Tech. They were waiting. I think they had maybe your Twitter up on a projector or on a big screen. Right. And they refreshed the tweet, and it says locked in, and they start celebrating, jumping up and down, hugging each other. I mean, you're one of their priority recruits. It makes sense. But when you see something like that and they post the video on their Twitter account to let everyone know that they appreciate your decision, how does that feel for you? The first thought that came to my mind was family. It was like that just how your family will react when you make a big decision. I always thought that, you know, uh, George Taylor was a, a family, family type team and and man, you're gonna play with your brothers and the coaches gonna gonna love on you and, and, and coach you hard. So, you know, that that reaction was it really wasn't um you know, I wasn't concerned about that reaction. You get that every day from them anyways, like just having just having but now like really just looking at it and seeing that they really, you know, truly care about you and your decision and see how much of a priority you are to the, to the program, it just it just amazed me and it really caught my attention. And it really just made me want to play harder once I get um, to the 4-4. Gotcha. Coming out of Lee County, great school, some dogs over there. I know that. <laughs> I've talked to a bunch of them and y'all can play. So when you look at your high school season, you've got a lot coming up. Is your recruitment totally shut down at this point? I mean, are you taking any calls from anybody now, or how does that go as you're getting into your high school year now? The only calls I'm taking is, you know, from Georgia Tech. If coaches, if my um, if the name don't have Georgia Tech at the end of it, you know, I'm 100% committed. So that's the only call I'm taking so far. And, you know, it, it may be a few coaches from different schools I might pick up for. And, you know, just it just out of respect for myself and respect for, you know, my my true commitment. And I'm really 
you know, really committed at this point and really locked down everything. Just respect that for me. That I just have, you know, a couple coaches that that from different schools still contact me and who really helped me guide me to make a decision was it was their or their school or not. So there's still some real coaches out there. And Lee County, you got your high school season getting going here in Georgia. On that team, you're a hybrid defender, and that's something that we've seen more and more of lately, I think partially due to the success of some players like Isaiah Simmons. But for you, it's not just a cliche because you're athletic. It's your actual ability to go all over. When you turn on the tape, what do you see as your strengths and your things that are really making you shine as a hybrid guy over at Lee County? My my own um, versatility. Like you never know where I'm gonna line up at and I, I literally how we play our defense is just I literally just play fast, man. And they put me, you know, my coach Shelly County put me in a in a great uh, position to make make plays for playmakers, man. So it's just a great opportunity to go out there and shine and when coach when you know, when coach finally, you know, Calling a play, calling that play for you, and move you different, move move you differently. It's just something that you just don't get from everybody. And I, I really say, I I can really say that being a hybrid athlete uh, put me on the map a lot. Yeah, for sure. And with Georgia Tech wanting you in that hybrid type of position as well, from what I've heard, how do you feel like you fit in and project on their defense? Oh man, it's it's like literally what I'm doing in high school, like. I'm playing up high, playing free safety, strong safety, then rolling down into the inner box safety, to a dime safety, and going into the nickels. Like, they move me literally everywhere. So it's just the same thing as a, um, as for um, Lee County. And in that that you know, that's just a great fit. And now I'm seeing, you know, with people with my body type, because, um, you know, people with my body type just don't even supposed to be in in a, in a safety position, and who really paid the way for that was, you know, a guy I look up to, the name of Isaiah Simmons, you know, 6'4", 238. He really don't even supposed to be back there at all, like, and traditionally. But just being in this new generation of spread offense, man, you got to be – you got to get ready to move, man. They look for guys with lean size who can do it all, and that's where the money is right now. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Well. Now let's take things back a little bit. We've talked about your commitment. You're at this peak point in terms of your high school recruiting process. But to go back a little farther, for people that don't know your backstory, where you're from, how you've come up, what is your story of getting to this point to where now you're committing to Tech? I'm from, I'm originally from Albany, Georgia. It's like literally like 10 minutes from Lees, Lee County, um, Georgia, Leesburg, Georgia. And, you know, of course I go to school at Leesburg and, you know, just being, you know, Albany, Albany, Georgia just really wasn't, you know, have a great opportunity to me just put my name out there as as a football player. And, you know, it's a lot of great talent in Albany. I still go to the games. Like, even though we didn't have a game this week, I went to, like, two um, Albany games and just try to, you know, support and, you know, tell the boys, man, that I still, I still got y'all back even though, you know, I'm at another school. But even though I grew up with y'all, just something different. So, and you know, my mom and my dad, my family just made. Uh, um, I want to. I like to call it the business decision of moving me to, um, from Albany to Lee County in the sixth grade, and to then and then you know 
And I think I can really thank them because they really made this decision and they thought it was the best opportunity. And, you know, as, as now you see, it's the best opportunity. So, yeah. Getting to Lee County, you've got a stacked defense this coming year. You've got all kinds of guys out there. Actually, one of them, Omar White, I'll be talking to a little later today. But lots yeah. of talent there. The defense is looking good from the on-paper perspective. But from you as a defensive player, being out there day in, day out with the guys, what do you think could make this defense special this year? We're just so athletic everywhere. It's like really anybody can play any anything because I coach how I coach coach. Like if you're a DN, you gotta learn how to play nose guard. Of course, me if I'm a if I'm at nickel, I gotta learn how to play the free safety and learn what a corner do and how defense work. It's like we fit off each other and we we play we play fast and our defense is worth the sacrifice and sacrifice our body to get there. So yeah. I I just uh, we just man we just crazy athletes around that defense. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Looking at your overall journey. I've got a couple more questions for you of how you got to where you are. What do you think was a turning point for you in the process of overall high school football, getting to be the recruit you are? What would you say was a big turning point? Uh, the big turning point, man, I was just, I want to say I was at ninth grade. I remember this game like it was yesterday. I was in ninth grade, got caught up from JV to varsity, and my first play I was at nickel at this time. My first play was a nickel blitz. Came off the edge, set the edge, and got a strong fumble. My very, my very first varsity game. And ever since then, I was like, yes, this is really what I can do, you know. And that just turned the point of, you know, what you get out of Jaron Willis now. So it's, it's, it's what you get from that year to even more to now as me um, being a senior. So. Yeah, I think that's the turning point. Okay. And overall, to trace it back to the beginning around that time, when did your recruitment first get going? Like, what what's the story behind your first offer? Um, well, yeah, so um, one of the coaches came in from um, my first offer was from uh, Pitt. So one of the uh, coaches came in. Um, we was actually talking. And it was around late, late 10th grade year, early, early um, 11th grade. So, yeah, one of the coaches came in and gave me – we was talking, and literally I stepped out the room, and Coach came, Coach Brizio came to me. We was talk, all us talk, all us, and I was talking about um, my ability, you know, what what position can I play, what, was, what position I see myself at the next level. And we, you know, shook hands, and I walked out. Next thing you know, <laughs> Coach Brizio walked out. He told me, hey, he forgot to tell me something. I walked in and, you know, Pitt offered me. It was just, it was just an emotional time. And, and when I called my mom, that's the first person I called, man. I called my mom and, you know, she was crying on the phone. And it was just a, a good day for me to have my first um, offer. To become a national recruit, what would you say was the moment that you really blew up and became one of those national guys that's a top 250 player in the country that's got all the attention you do now? Oh man, that <laughs> a national recruit. I honestly I didn't expect to be a national recruit. I didn't even expect to be uh a highly recruited how I am now. It's just 
I just think everything happened for a reason. And I, I just believe what my coaches was telling me, and I just put in an extra work. They give me something, I do it, and I put in extra work. And, you know, when you just have your head down and you grind every day and you really don't focus on recruiting, focusing on, like, getting your stuff out there, magic, magic, magic things, like, magical things can happen when you look up and you see your, you see your name on Google and you see your name on ESPN and just because all of you grinding, you just, you know, kept a, a, a humble spirit in your life. And just, that's why I, I just never thought like I would be a national, a national recruiter. And, you know, I, and when I think the turning point of that was, it was just like, I don't know. <laughs> I really don't know how, like, I don't know the turn point of that. Like, I just know how when I when I was grinding and when I was, like, working and, and doing the extra stuff and I looked up, it was just out of nowhere. So, yeah, I, I can't tell you the turn point of that. It just, it just happened, I guess. <laughs> yeah, gotcha. Okay. Well, when you finish up this process, as you have with saying you're officially locked into Georgia Tech, how do you handle the pressure and go about the mental side of things when you know that this decision is probably going to get comments, maybe blowback from fans. You're going to have to deal with all kinds of people, whether it's people you don't know or people that you do know, friends, family, coaches, connections, whoever. How do you deal with the weight of having to make a decision like this at such a young age? Uh, you know, growing up in Albany, um, uh, growing up in Albany, Georgia, it just, it, it was just, it was, uh, I want to say, a hard time, not from not just for me, just for any kid, especially when I was growing up in, and when a lot of kids wasn't even past to even make it to to eighteen. So definitely, you know, when I can say I know how to handle pressure, like this, this was pressure, but I know how to handle it because of the hard times, and that's why I always go back to, like going back to my childhood that I, I had to make you know, early decision at my childhood and grow up fast and kind of just get, kind of just get where I'm going. And now it's like, you know, when I do make decisions, I hear other comments about other people that, you know, I didn't go to state schools and different stuff like that. It's just, I tune that out because, you know, you, you're going to get talked about every day and you really can't determine how people talk about you. It just, you gotta, you gotta just be your character and then be how, be who you are at the same time, you got to, you know, still show respect to the people who disrespect you. So that's just how, you know, I, I like to come at a lot of things. And, you know, I, I like to hear people's opinions, but it don't phase me. I just I just like hear people's opinions. For sure. Okay. Well, now when you look outside of football, what are things that you enjoy when you're not playing the game? Um, I definitely enjoy going out because I still got to be, I still got to be a high school kid. I, I, I definitely like all this recruit stuff, football stuff, being a high school athlete, being a high school a student athlete. You still got to find balance in your life to enjoy life and still be a kid, still grow up, still being 17, 18 years old and just, you know, make stupid mistakes as a kid and learn from it and just grow up because, you know, a lot of athletes um, like me, 
we're, we're just different in the world and we view differently. But I, if I can say something about that, I, I said we still kids and we just grow up and, you know, just let us be. Definitely. I know on the field, you mentioned that you look up to Isaiah Simmons. Off the field, who are some people that you look up to or some role models for you? Uh, off the field, I say my mom. Cause, he, Cause you know, I was her firstborn, so we kind of grew up together. You know, my my real dad wasn't in my life. Luckily, I have you know a stepdad who did come in my life. So we kind of we had to grow up together for um, uh, some good years. And but my grandma and granddad was there all the way. I look up, you know, I look up to. I even look up to you know a part of my you know my best friend. She you know she grinding, she doing her thing, so. I do. I look up to a lot of people, but them, them two women in my life, my grandma, well, all the women in my life, my grandma, my mom, my best friend, them ladies can, you know, really show me how to grind and put in the effort. If you were to give a talk to some younger players that would love to be in your shoes one day as a four-star top 250 recruit that you are, what would your message be to the younger athletes? I just say, man, just everybody got a path. And you got to follow yours. You can't follow nobody else. And you got to stay in your lane. And you just got to keep grinding. Ain't nothing, you know, in the world can stop you for being for being who you are. And you want to be a, a top, a top, you know, two fifties in in the nation. You you got to put in the extra work, man. It, it's it's hard, but you know the the price is is going to be phenomenal, and you gonna enjoy it. And I, I say this, I can leave you off to this. Once you is a top, a top two fifteen world, like with people who lucky to get there, you still gotta be put in an extra work because not down to nobody who's number one, but whoever is number one, and say like you're like number three or number ten, and of course it's it's cool that you top fifty, but why not you can be that number one player? in your class, you know, in your nation, in the nation. So, yes, I just say keep grinding, man. Stay focused and stay and stay on your path and stay on your life. Jaren, that's all the questions I had for you. Thank you so much for your time today. Yes, sir. Thank you.